Hello everyone and welcome to SSS Podcast 2020. I'm your host Sean. Alongside hey, hey alongside with my uh guest, my co-host, Sean. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? Uh it's doing well, doing well. Um what do you want to touch on first? We're talk we're gonna be touching up on uh the NHL. Okay, so yeah, you wanna go with the so the games that were supposed to play they were supposed to be uh was it just two was it two tonight or three it's two it's supposed to be the islanders and uh flyers and the uh vegas was supposed to play too i think right yeah dallas already played yeah all right so so that is obviously it was a postponed due to obvious reasons right now right uh everyone's decided to basically uh protest um you know, that's going on throughout all sports right now. Uh, baseball is the same way. Uh, basketball is obviously the same way. Right. But touch on hockey real quick. They are expected to get into action tomorrow, I believe. That's the plan. They want to get back into action tomorrow. Um, I think we'll have about three three games. Yeah, we should have three games tomorrow. Yeah. Because of, I think, originally Boston was supposed to play tomorrow night as well. So you're going to attack, maybe, it might be four, because I think Colorado it was scheduled to play tomorrow as well. Yeah, Colorado's so supposed to play tomorrow. Might, might four games. I don't know if that's going to be confirmed, but we might have four games in one day tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, so obvious reasons, it's, I guess at this point, you know, it was a good decision. Honestly, yeah, to, yeah. Due to what's going on in the world today, um, I just, uh, you got to support the players, you know, it's a, Player's decision. Yeah. It's all you know. Whatever the team wants to do, and you guys support that, especially as a fan. And um, hopefully things improve. Hope. You know, throughout, hope. Throughout the, it's going to take a little bit. Like you know, I say this all the time. It's not going to improve overnight. So it's something that you know it's going to have to be worked on. Right. That's okay. So. Uh... As we all know, because of the Islanders, the Caps fired their coach. That that was funny. That was pretty funny. I'm going to have to send you this guy. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's on uh, YouTube. Uh, his name is uh, Urinating Tree. I'll, I'll send you the link to it. And I all right. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of him, but I haven't watched the videos yet. you got to watch the, one of his recent videos about uh, going after the Caps after the series loss. It's, it was one of the funniest videos from him I've ever seen. So you got to definitely check that out. I'll send you the link to that too. But Yeah. But seriously, it's an ultimate smack in the face if you really think about it. Like, yep, he was the assistant to Barry Trotz. And, like, at the end of the day, it's so funny how the former head coach who gave Washington their first ever Stanley Cup championship now is all of a sudden doing really good with the Islanders. And they end up taking them down in a series where I thought it was going to take seven games, and it ended up taking only five. Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't think it was going to be that short, but um, the Islanders overall they they outplayed them in every single category that whole entire series. Exactly. You name it, whatever category you want to hit up, hit up right now. You want to hit up shots on goal. That was a lot of the Islanders' majority of the series. Defensively. Um, Defensively, Islanders were on top. They're on their A game the whole entire time. Goaltending, Barlamov looked like a top three goaltender in the bubble in that series. Um, uh, Barzell is playing great. Uh, 
Anthony Bavillier, he's on fire. Yep. Who else is on fire right now for them? Uh, even uh, Andy, a veteran, Andy Green, right now. He's on fire, too. Everybody, basically. Yeah, basically everybody right now. Everyone's having a you know, good uh, life inside the bubble. Uh, right now, it's not too good of a hot start for uh, Barlamov against the Flyers because I, I hate to bring up regular season talk. I rarely do this. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to bring it up to this point because Barlamov was uh, struggling against the Flyers in the regular season. He wasn't having good games at all. So, like, that game you saw from him yesterday was, you know, that's just the Flyers aggressively, you know, they had a little fire underneath their ass because they didn't want to go down to nothing. Exactly. Elaine Vigneault, uh, former Rangers head coach, he fired that group, he fired his group up before the game. And, you know, for them to blow that, it was a little scary because they blew their lead. It was a 3 nothing lead. They blew it. And I was like, oh, boy, there's actually a chance that they could. I Just when you thought that they were up 3 nothing, all right, they are not going to go down 2 nothing. All of a sudden, Islanders make an incredible comeback, tie it up at 3. Game heads into overtime, and I'm like, geez, they might go down 2 nothing. all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But I heard, but I heard that game supposed to be a, a controversial because of the offside call. I, I was like, I was like, it was onside. I was like, that's clearly on sides. I don't know what they. It was on sides. It, it was, was clearly. Good. I was like, yeah. Trust me, that's the that's the thing about playoffs. Everyone's gonna make it a controversial, especially where it's it results in a goal and it's gonna end the game, and especially a playoff game. Everyone's gonna find a way yeah. to make sure that oh, that was offside. Oh. This team had too many guys on the ice. Mm-hmm. Or this guy elbowed him and there should have been a penalty called. You know, everyone's going to make up something like that, yeah. you know? That's just how it is. And do you want to hear the funny part? When the game went into overtime, as soon as the the puck was dropped, I lost power. Really? I lost power. <laughs> for five hours or, or something like that. Oh, wow. I was like, as soon as they dropped the puck, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's funny. I was like, I, I was like, it was like literally, as soon as the puck was dropped, and I had to go out or something, put on a radio, the game was over, so I did not know who won. Oh my god. And it turns out, the Flyers won because, uh, the, uh, goal, the, the uh, some Flyers... Shot yeah. the puck, hit Lee's uh, stick, it went in. Oh my god! It hit yeah. Lee's stick. That was crazy. You have to remember what's going on, Nathan. Uh, you have to remember too. Uh, when the Flyers before they scored their overtime winner, I forgot who it was. It's gonna bother me who it was, but I'm so missed a wide open net. Like it should have went in beforehand. And the very next shot, obviously, the Flyers put it in the net and they walked it off. That was a game over. Well, but, um, they re- it technically wouldn't count because, well, it would have counted, but it hit the Islander player and then went in, so it was an own goal. Well, hey, you know, you can't win every game throughout every series. Uh, huge bounce back. We'll see if you definitely play tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, you guys play tomorrow. Don't know how the scheduling's going to work now because... It's all screwed up. It's all screwed up. Yeah, everyone might get a day pushed back, or they might have four games tomorrow, 
there's there are different options going on here. I don't know what the NHL plans on doing. Oh no. Uh, but seriously, for the Flyers, I want to touch on the Flyers real quick because yeah. their savior right now is their goal, their rookie goaltender Carter Hart. Mm-hmm. And when he's on, he's out in point majority of the postseason so far. But um, the Flyers need him. They need. What am I looking for here? Oh, the defense. They need to continue. They need to bring back that physicality to their game. Because, like, I feel like they've been letting the Islanders take as many shots as they want. Yeah. And, you know, they're not, the Flyers are not playing their normal type of hockey to at least what I'm used to seeing them. Like, they don't get a lot of offensive chances. Um, against Montreal, they were, they were struggling to find goals in the first round. Yeah. That was, that was concerning to me because... Carey Price, a great postseason goaltender, um, but they were going up against an overall a really young Montreal team, and like that was a concern because like that's a really young team they were going up against, and now the Islanders you have like more All Star type players, you have young guys too, but you have more All Star type guys. Yeah. So I was I was like, how are they gonna you know approach this series? Led led by the uh, goat coach and Barry Trotz. Yeah, well, hey, the best—it's the best move you guys made, seriously. Honestly, that was as soon as I heard the Caps uh, not resigning Trots, I instantly think that Islanders should definitely pick him up because the last time we won a play, we went to the playoffs was two thousand twelve. Yeah, but before you got him, yeah, the last time you were in there, yeah, it was a long time. And then we also got the GM, uh, Hall of Famer uh, Lou Lamarillo. Yeah, it's a it's a great deal, you know. Oh. Organization turned around. Um, I have a fe- I have a good feeling that when his contract when Trotz's contract is up, he's definitely going to get resigned. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Because yeah, I don't want to I don't want to pull a uh, another Capitals. Before he retires. Yeah, I yeah I don't want to pull like a Capitals like as soon as he won a Stanley Cup, not resigning him. We don't want that. Cause that 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 coach is like once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I want to move on to now. What do we want? The Rangers. The, the Rangers got the number one pick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. I haven't talked sports with you in a while. Okay. So we got to touch on a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, Lucky uh, left front A. Uh, it's going to be the first overall pick to the Rangers. Um, I'm really excited about him. He's having early comparisons to guys like, you know, Sidney Crosby. Um, who else is they comparing to? Uh, I think Nathan McKinnon as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of early comparisons. You know me with that. Yeah. I don't like comparing guys because I feel like everyone's their own type of player. So I think he's going to make his own name in this league. And he's starting out and, you know, he doesn't get – any uh, bigger than this, you know, he's in the bright lights in the city now. Yeah. Uh, but they have that young core that the Rangers are developing. They have a lot of potential. They have uh, Capo coming back, who was the second overall pick last year, so he's going to be a second-year player. Um, Adam Fox, I think he's like 24 years old. Yep. He's a defenseman that they got in a trade from Carolina last year. Uh, who else is really young? Uh, not really young, but. They have an ultimate duo on Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in their mid-20s. They're in their prime, basically. Yeah. So those guys to work with. Um, obviously, the young goal 
Henry, Igor Shesterkin, uh, Alexander Gorgiev. It's a, and as soon as I talk about the goaltenders, I wonder what's going to happen with Henrik Lundqvist. Does I was I was about to ask you that question. I was like, what are they going to do with Lundqvist? That's the thing, though. It's like, is Lundqvist going to retire? Is this the summer he's going to retire? Um, he's going to retire, I should say. Or is he going to waive his no-trade clause finally and try to get the Stanley Cup with a, a contender that's, you know, a goaltender away from winning it all? Um, I don't know. It's really hard to say what's going on. Yeah. And, um, it's a tough situation, no matter how you look at it. For every Ranger fan, like, the sim- I'll tell you this. The simple answer is to say, one quest, go waive your no-trade clause. Go win your Stanley Cup. Go ahead. But deep down... I think that if he actually takes off, let's just say he does waive his no-trade clause and gets traded, and then let's just say he wins a cup, all of a sudden, all of us Ranger fans will be like, damn, we could have done that for him. He could have won it here. And, like, you would feel, like, really sad about it because, like, you know, he would, he spent his whole entire career here and all, and you had a chance to win it with him. Yeah. So, you know? It's a tough situation. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, maybe they might. Who knows? Do they trade? Another possibility is trading Gorgia. That's like That seems like one of the top options right now. Because I don't know if they want to give up on Lundqvist. I, I think that he might be the backup for Shesterkin next year. And I think Gorgia might be the odd man out. And um, they could trade him to a team like, I don't know. Uh, I'll throw out. Maybe like a Toronto Maple Leafs. I'll throw them out to there. Um, who else? The Capitals, because I heard the Capitals. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Well, Rangers. The, I I wouldn't say the Rangers would trade with Washington unless. It no, was no. The, the the Capitals are not resigning their goalkeeper. That's what oh, I. That's what I heard. Yeah, I don't think Hopi's going back there either. Yeah, Hopi's not going to go back. So if if uh, for some reason they the Rangers traded. Uh, him to the uh, Capitals for some like draft picks. I think the, the, another good spot for him could be Colorado too. Yeah, that would be a good pick. That would be good. Uh, even even Edmonton, I think Edmonton's a top destination for him too. That's a team that's waiting for a goaltender for a young goaltender who has a lot of potential like Gorgiev. What about uh, what about? Uh, it's not up yet. Uh, Seattle. Oh, of course. Oh, Seattle would make a lot of sense because they're a new expansion team. Yeah. Expansion team. So, my guess is they're going to throw him into uh, Seattle. But I don't know what year that that team's going to start. I want to say, I think, I I don't know when, I have to look it up. I have to look it up myself. But the expansion draft could be this offseason for them. It might be this offseason. If I'm if I'm wrong, then it's going to be next offseason. It's either this offseason or next. Right. Or the other. I have to look it up myself, but it's one or the other. But seriously, uh, makes you wonder: Are they going to be like a Vegas type team, where we've seen the like literally the first ever expansion team to make you know to make heavy runs, like uh, what Vegas has done so far? They made it to the Stanley Cup against Washington their first year in the league. Obviously, they lost. Yeah. Uh, but they made the playoffs the next two years, so makes you wonder. Vegas, Vegas, I think is Vegas. Yeah, I can't speak. <laughs> Vegas is uh like a 
threat to the NHL. They're a threat every year. As long as they have the, the same forwards with Marchessault, William Carlson, uh, you go up and down the line with their defensemen. Uh, you have a really good physical player in Ryan Reeves. As long as they have those guys that keep the majority of that group together, Vegas is going to be a threat for a long, long time. Um, the only thing they got to work on now is figuring out their future in net because you have guys like Robin Leonard who's in his early 30s. Then you have a guy, Marc-Andre Fleury, who's in his mid to late 30s now. So, like, he's aging. So you need another goal. You have to have a plan of when you're going to get that a young goaltender. And even, I should say, Gorgiev makes sense for me with Vegas as well. Yeah. Because he could be their future starter there as well. So I really like Vegas for him. I like Edmonton a lot for him. Um, I even like, I'll throw in Calgary. I like Calgary for him as well. Um, who else? Colorado might be a possibility. There are a lot of West Coast teams that I like from. Oh, yeah. I would rather see him out on the West Coast anyway. Yeah. I, I don't want to see him trade to an Eastern Conference team and then he ends up destroying us in a playoff series. So, yeah. I'll, I would rather face him. If so, be I'd rather face him in the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> now, uh, Alex Ovechkin, what do you think he's going to do? Uh, what What do you mean? Like, wise, like, with contract wise? or? I mean, I think, is he expiring soon? No, he. No, he's with them for a, a few more years under his contract. He's not going anywhere. He's a guy that's going to stick with, for Washington forever. Unless he got a surprise trade to the Islanders to re- reunite Barry Trotz. Oh, my God. Can you imagine Ovechkin with the Islanders? It would be crazy. You get, you're getting the Russian assassin right there. Oh, that would... <laughs> The sharpshooter right there. That will be uh, a... It, it's, to be honest with you, that, if that's the case, that's game over right there. If you would say, like, if Ovechkin would leave the Capitals somehow, for some reason, Washington would have to be out of their freaking minds to even consider trading him. But uh, if, he, if he pulls, like, a, let's just say if he pulls, like, a Messi and says that he wants out, then could you imagine it, him getting, being traded to the Islanders? Oof. Oh, man. But... Just imagine the amount of pieces that you would have to give up in an Ovechkin trade, though. There's a, it's a lot. Probably like Barzell, uh, Bouvillier, and like a first round pick. And that's too much already. Yeah. That, your future already, and that's not what you want, you know. So. My guess, but, my guess is, if for some reason to be like the it's a completely different uh, sports. Like the Tennessee Titans and Denver Broncos picking up a Jarrell Casey for a seventh round pick. Maybe we could do that for Ovechkin. Like a full seventh round pick for Ovechkin. Oh man! But I want <laughs> real quick. I want to move on to baseball because of uh, I just got the notification now. The uh, Mets and the Marlins aren't playing their game tonight. Uh, they become, I believe, it's the seventh game. That was originally on the MLB schedule today. That's being postponed. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, that's pretty much half the league that's not playing tonight. Uh, you have a few games going on. Uh, it's not good for my fantasy. <laughs> it's not good for me at all, fantasy wise. Uh, Cardinals and Pirates—they're playing game two of their doubleheader. Uh, uh, Dodgers, Giants—they're playing their doubleheader. 
and um, I think the other team is San Diego and Seattle. I think those are the three doubleheaders that are happening today. Yeah, I might might be missing a doubleheader too. I could be missing. Oh one. no! But um, there there were a lot of doubleheaders going on. I I know the Yankees have a doubleheader coming up tomorrow against the Mets. Mm-hmm. So ooh, the doubleheader Subway Series. Ooh.2020 is a uh, a joke. It, it, of course it is. Yep, it's just time to move on from this year. Can we can we call this 2021 and throw a party and say like whoopie do? We don't have to deal with 2020. I don't think to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever said this before that I've, I've never been looking forward to a new year before. I've never been looking forward to a new year before. And yeah. I was like, can we just get this done? Uh, oh, the Boston Red Sox. They're the first 20 losing team. Sean, did I warn you? When are you going to give me credit for that? I told you that you guys might be one of the worst teams in baseball. <laughs> you didn't believe me one bit. You were like, no, you're out of your mind. That was before the uh, bets and uh, bets trade. Yeah. That was before the bets trade that you said said that the uh, Red Sox is going to be the worst team. Not realizing out of a blue, the uh, uh, the bets has been traded to the Dodgers. Once I heard about it, I little I was about to punch well, I, a wall. I, I knew, I, I can't, I'll tell you this: I knew that bets was going to get traded. I knew 100% already. So that's why I said to you already that I know for a fact but, is definitely worst teams in baseball. But the Red Sox have have the uh, cap space for re-signing him. What's up? The Red Sox have enough cap space to re-sign him. Uh, they, the thing with him, with him was uh, the luxury uh, tax threshold. They were really close to the limit. Mm. I forget what it is now. I think it's up to like $220 million, I think it is. This year, at least. Um, but they were really close to it, so they had to unload somebody. And unfortunately, Betts was the main guy that wanted out. He was the star player, and he was like, I wanted out out of all people. Because yeah. it was either that or you let him play on this team, right? And he would be a free agent after this year. And then he'll sign a monster contract elsewhere, and then you would have never got a guy like Alex Verdugo out of the trade. He would have just walked. And then you would have never got anything. So I think what, I think the Red Sox got rid of Verdugo. No, you have him. We still have him. Oh yeah. He's probably on. Oh, he's on the injured list. Yeah, he's a main prospect. He's he's one. Of the, he's gonna be a really good outfield. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll be happy with him. I'm telling you, you're gonna like Verdugo. Is he better? Uh, nothing can beat out bets. Nothing can beat out bets. No, uh, nothing. Uh, it's not going to. But. I'll tell you this, Verdugo, you'll like Verdugo. Like he's he could be uh in the All Star game a few times. He might be an All Star player for you in the future. So like you'll be happy with what he does for you. Yeah. Uh, I want to touch. On, oh, that's what I want to touch on. 
Uh, J.D. Martinez, what do you think about him? You think that you want him traded? Uh, you think that you should trade him? I don't know. I mean, he's been playing okay. Yeah, it, it, it's a tough situation. It really is. Like, you obviously you traded away uh, your closer, Brendan Workman, and uh, and you trade another reliever, uh, Hembury, to uh, Philadelphia. Uh, but in exchange for nothing. Ba- yeah, basically nothing. Uh, you got this guy. I think you got Nick Pavetta in a trade. That was like the main piece, I believe, you got in the trade. But like he he was back and forth in the Philly star rotation, and then the Phillies all bullpen as well. So. You get a guy who's like inconsistent. You don't know where which role he's gonna play on your team. A starter. Uh, you know, Boston. you know who I should really like to get trade him. Somebody to get traded. Chris Sale. You wait. You want him traded? I want him traded. Uh, he's he's injury prone for the Red Sox. You know, I think to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised as soon as he gets healthy. I think they might they could move on from him. You know, I think that, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think that Boston should go to a complete rebuild now. Complete shutdown. The only player, the only two players I wouldn't trade is uh, Bogarts and uh, Raphael Devers. Those two, I think, you could build your, you build your infield around those two. And an outfield with Benintendi. Oh yeah, I forgot, yeah, Benintendi, yeah. It, because he's on the injured list too, right? He's another guy that's hurt, I think, right? That's news to me, because I thought he's healthy. Uh, I, I don't, to be honest with you, it's hard to keep track of guys, because there's so many injuries every day. I get between the NFL, the amount of guys that are getting hurt every day, uh, yeah, baseball. I, lo- I lost track after I heard like a, like a thousandth uh, injured person. I was like, Psh. <laughs> Oh, man. But no, Ben Tenney's a guy you keep out of. Unless if you get a really good offer where like you can't refuse one for him, I feel like that goes for all your players. Like even for Bogarts, like if you get insanely, insanely offer, okay, so then you gotta take that. But other than that, I wouldn't move Bogarts. Don't move Devers. Don't move Benintendi just yet. Yeah. How do you? you The obvious guys you gotta move is JD Martinez and. Who's the other obvious one? Chris Hale. Yeah, yeah, like you said, yeah, Chris Hale. Those are the two obvious ones right now. Yeah. Uh, with J.D. Martinez, he has, I think, it's so weird with him because he, when he originally signed the contract with you, and each, at the conclusion of each season, he has an opt-out. So it's like, I feel like you guys have to trade him. Yeah. He just walks away. But... Here's the problem, though. The amount of money. This is where you guys are actually kind of a little bit screwed with him. Because the amount of money that he's owed, I don't think any team is going to take on his contract in 2020. That's the problem. Right. It's going to be really hard to trade for him this year at the deadline, which is actually coming up Monday, August 31st. So it's coming up really quick. Oh, yeah. It makes moves. It's Um, next week. Yeah, next week, uh, we saw Toronto make an improvement in their starting rotation. They got a Taiwan Walker from Seattle today. Um, and honestly, it makes you wonder, like even for the Yankees, like what Seattle got back for him, which is either a prospect that wasn't even 
in a Toronto 60-man pool or cash. It's one or the other. And, like, that's basically nothing. Right. And, like, I wonder, like, oh, did Cashman contact Seattle about him? I know the Yankees were in talks with him. But, but, but the um, Yankees got a lot of great pitchers. They do, but the problem is right now is that they don't have too many guys healthy. Like, they have, they have in their rotation right now, they have Tanaka, Garrett Cole, um, who else is in the rotation right now? Uh, Jay Hab, but Jay Hab is inconsistent. That's right. The only guy. He's on his way out the door from the Yankees. Uh, James Paxton keeps on getting hurt. Um, Pat, you can't rely on Paxton right now. Uh, so I said four guys so far, but they really got two right now. They got two legit starters. That's about it. And the closer was mediocre at best, right? Uh, yeah, he's got Chapman back now, but... Other than that... Uh, well, because Britton went to the injured list, too, so he's not there. There's, there's too much going on. <laughs> it's a lot of, uh... uh yeah. Oh, man. The Baltimore Orioles. They're... Surprised. They're actually good this year. I'm surprised, but at the same time, can you really be surprised? Because, like, once again, what year we're in right now, it's like the Orioles are, are they third place now? Yeah, the third. They're, I think they're 500. So, oh, no, wait, I think Toronto's ahead. I think Toronto's ahead of them by a game or two, actually. But their yeah. Orioles are 500. Well, that's crazy. That's actually really crazy to think about. Oh, my God. Because if you think about it, with the Braves, they're in first place. But they played more games. Were they first place or second place? Either way, they played more games than the rest of the uh, division. Yeah. That's crazy, though. I can't believe it. Uh, Basically, it's uh, off of uh, their young core in the infield. Bernardo Nunez, Anser Alberto. Those two guys are great fantasy options, by the way. I have them in fantasy. Oh, I have... um... The catcher, uh, Pedro Severino. How's he doing for you? Good? Oh, he's doing great. Damn. I, I wanted to pick him up, but someone has him in my league already. Oh. <laughs> it would have been me, but I'm not on you. So, yeah. I think the for the Red Sox. Do you think the Red Sox should fire their uh, manager? I don't think so, because he doesn't have much to work with. You can't really like blame Renicky here. Renicky's a good manager to have, and the thing with well, uh, you want something? It's I know it's debating. It's it's really hard for me to give you an actual answer because Renicky's a good manager, like. You shouldn't fire him because, you know, what's going on with the team right now. But at the end of the day, he's a type of manager that needs to be on a team that's looking for a little playoff push, you know, a little help there. And Boston's not up to that no. playoff. They're not up to the playoffs anytime soon. Like, he's, the- like you said originally, probably in the next 100-plus years, they're going to be next to the World Series since we trade away their, their best player. It's just... You know, like, Renicky's that type of manager that's just not, you know, in the mood for a rebuild. He, just, he shouldn't be a part of a rebuild. And, like, if you look at it that way, yeah, Red Sox should move on from Renicky. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a guy, a good leader for a young core, for a, 
then Renicky's a good matchup to have. It, it's a tough situation. What about me? <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine if I got a call from the Boston Red Sox saying you're the next manager? What would your reaction be right away? I'll be like, hell yeah. I just have to get Mookie Betts back. That's <laughs> that's that's my number one goal. Get Betts back. With his enormous contract. So, I'll give him like a ten-year, hundred fifty million dollar contract. Uh, that's too funny. Uh, what else? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, so, with the football, like, a lot of teams are opting out for practice. Yeah, uh, that's good, too. Yeah. Uh, glad everyone's doing that. Detroit Lions are the first team, I know they were doing that. Um, uh, I know Saquon Barkley right now is, he was saying that he's not speaking for the whole entire league, but he's speaking for, um, his team right now, and that the Giants are going to have talks about this, that they are planning to protest for one of the games. Like, they won't be playing in one of the games. So, yeah. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, the sponsor is Giant. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're... T- Wow, you're sponsored by Giants at this point. Apparently we're sponsored by Giants. Because <laughs> we got a fan from Giants. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, there's, there's no sponsor here. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Uh, I, I'm uh, still new to this, so I'm getting the logistics down. Then I'll add some sponsors. <laughs> Oh, my sister was uh, thinking of uh, making merchandise. <laughs> she was. She was like, like making like shirts and like hats oh, and other stuff. That's great. I was like, that'd be cool, but it's not up to me. It's up up to us. Yeah, that's too funny. Oh my god. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, the uh, Washington's coach uh, Ron Rivera has a uh, squamos. Uh- can't. Have you heard anything? How's he uh, doing in the recovery process? He's doing good, but I think uh, he's going to probably sit out and let uh, Jack Del Rio run the show. Wow. That's crazy. Man, man oh man. What a uh, crazy, crazy year all around. Oh! Before we, before we head out, I just realized something. We have another update from the Washington football team with regard to the sexual uh, harassment case. Oh, yeah? Oh, boy. It's about the uh, cheerleaders now. Oh, uh, you're going to hear During the photo shoot. There are plenty of stories coming out from that organization. Man. I'm going to... Let me search it up, see what's really true, like what's really happening. But all I know is that... Oh, I heard that. During, like, the photo shoots, like, the former, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't... Yeah. No, but it doesn't, it doesn't look good right now for your organization. Uh, Dan Snyder's one of the worst... Well, I shouldn't say one of the worst, but he looks really bad as a 
yeah. for uh, it, for that organization's behavior. And you got, I don't know what's gonna happen with your team. Oh, what's going on, Seb? What's up, Seb? Uh. Let's see. Oh yeah, Seb. I gotta get you. Gotta do a segment too as well. So. So, yeah, for the uh, Washington football team, the uh, number one worst owner. No, that that's not true. The Jacksonville Jaguars. It, it, it's a, it, no, it's a four-way tie. It's got to be a four-way tie. Jacksonville Jaguars owner, uh, the Wilpons with the Mets, and uh, James Stone with the Knicks. It's, like a, it's a four-way tie right now. I don't know. It's it's hard to rank those four. That's why I'm going with the tie. <laughs> oh man, we need a new owner, honestly. But the thing is that, like, that's the problem, though. It's the owner, and like, is he going to sell the team? Is this going to, with all these headlines, all these stories coming out, is it going to cause him to sell the team? You know I, what that reminds me of? Remember the Carolina Panthers? It's the same, pretty pretty much the same thing. Oh, you're right. So, if uh, Jerry Richardson uh, sold the team, why can't Dan Snyder? Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> can't forget about Eugene, too. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, so, back to the football team. It was like, uh, Redskins cheerleaders, uh, like the former uh, voice of the foot Washington, uh, Larry Michael would uh, did something about the uh, like something about the che- like s- sending photos of the uh, cheerleaders to uh, uh, Dan Snyder or something like that. Okay, we we could we could leave it at that, but uh, yeah, yeah, I it's a lot it's a lot of uh, drama going on at the Washington. But why are they saying? I understand it needs to be told. Why are they? Why are they saying it now? As soon as they change the name, dude. Um, that's what I just don't get. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. It takes you know when when you have something bottled in, in for a long period of time. Yeah. You only can hold something in for such a period of time. Right. And like, you know, things have to be told eventually. Yeah, everyone has to know eventually. And it's like, that's all you needed was the one story. You just need one headline coming out of that organization. And then as soon as one person spoke out about the organization, what Dan Snyder is doing and what some other employees are doing throughout the organization, and that's when other people have ideas. They're like, man, since she came out with this, now I got to come out with my story because guess what? I've been through it all in this organization too. People been harassing me. Yeah. It's not harassing me. It's like, you know, this, I have to tell people now. Yeah, but I, I again, needs to be told. But as soon as the headline's saying that the Washington football team, Reds, Washington Redskins has changed their name to the Washington football team, all, all hell broke loose saying like, oh, uh, I've been doing this, doing that, something like that. But are you really surprised? 
surprised though? I mean, I'm not surprised, but... Like, that's something, like, you can't expect, though. Like, as soon as, you know, all the drama about... There was, there's too much going on with your team in general. Because whether or not to keep the name or to change your name. And then you finally change your name. You get rid of it. And all of a sudden, you're just called the Washington football team. And then you have more headlines coming out after that. You had headlines while you were the Redskins. And then you had plenty more headlines coming out as soon as you just call yourself the Washington football team. So, it, it's even, man. It's, you know, you have a lot of headlines before, too. If I'm Goodell, I'm forcing to... Yes. Like I said before. It's the same thing as Jerry Richardson with the Panthers. If you think about it. And Jerry Richardson sold the team to, I think, David Tepper. So, why can't Dan Snyder sell sells it to, like, one of the minority... Actually, one of the... There's, like, a lot of court records regarding to that. But I'll, I'll tell you this, though. To get into Matt's point here, with forcing him to sell, I think... Goodell doesn't have to do anything to, uh, he doesn't have to force him to sell the team because I think all these headlines that are coming out, more and more stories, it's going to force him to sell anyway. So, like, I feel like Goodell might not even have to take part in this. No one, no one did. Coming out, it's going to force his hand here that you want something, I got to sell the team now before it drops in value. That's another thing, too. He might have to, he's forced to kind of sell the team soon. If you really think about it, because like the team might drop in value, and yeah. like it makes you wonder, like does anyone want to take part in that organization? Who's going to want to buy the team for what he's asking for? What he might be asking for right now? It's probably like a like a hundred, like it, it's it's a lot of money, of course. Yeah, so much money. But the thing is, how much is it going to be worth? Knowing that on being the owner, that's the thing. How much longer is he going to be the owner? All of a sudden, they might drop in value. At least, I'm not saying a lot, but they might drop a little bit. Yeah. Knowing Dan Snyder, he's not going to sell anything. He just he just, he just, just doesn't care. He just wants like to keep having the team until he dies, basically. I, I don't know what's going to happen, man. But uh, it doesn't look good for your organization. Uh, no. Look, I, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about uh, Darius Geis. I... Oh, yep, Darius guys got released. Uh, Cody Latimer got released. Yeah, forcing to give a majority ownership, yeah. Yeah. And possibility, and it should happen. Uh, yeah, but back to, uh, who was I talking about? Darius guys. Darius guys, yeah. What a disappointment, man. He had so much potential. He was going to be your uh, new starter running back, and all of a sudden, you come out, you know, you hear a story like that with him. And now it's like, okay. And then we got rid of Cody Latimer, too. Yeah, no, Latimer, there was something going on with him, too. I see, that's something I didn't know. Me neither. At LSU, I didn't even know that goes back to college. Me neither. All I know was, like, strangulation with somebody. I think it was, like, his girlfriend or something. Yeah. Oh, man. These young kids. Ugh. I, I hope that these young kids look at that story as an example of not of what not to do. Yeah. Because, like, seriously, in a blink of an eye, you can ruin your uh, professional career just like that. Because there is no messing around. I, it doesn't matter. You know, at the college level, you could ruin your future of getting drafted. And even when you're out of college, it's because you're out of college and entering 
friends doesn't mean you're all hot shit, you know? So, like, you know, you could end up screwing up your career. Right. Crazy. And but, then, um, with the DeAndre Baker situation, and, I, uh... I cut the guy. Let him go. Yeah. I, I don't even want him on my team. Seriously. But they, but the, for some but, reason, Quentin Dunbar, it's it, 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 it's safe. It doesn't add up. That that story doesn't add up. But like we can talk about that another time because that's a longer story. Yeah. But man, oh man, it's a horrible situation. Oh, what like, about the what about the kicker? Um, what's his name? Rosas. Rosas. Yep. <laughs> He's gone. Stories. So, there's so many different stories going on. Oh, Steven Hauschka got released by the Bills. He got released, and, the, and Buffalo released their punter, too. I didn't hear that. All I heard is the kicker. Yeah, the kicker and their punter. <laughs> I don't know, man, what's going on. All right, so two women reported that he... Yeah. Not, did not know about the uh, raping part from the guys. Oh, he did? Oh, wow. Apparently he did. Oh, yeah. I Matt, when did that come out? Yeah, when did that come out? And the kid in Illinois just got... No, because I... I missed that. I'm trying to see if it's popping up through my notifications right now. No, I don't see anything through my notifications. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know about the uh, wom- the raping part, honestly. Maybe two days after. Oh wow! Wow! Jesus Christ! That's crazy. When does guys learn how to st- like? He needs to learn how to stop because he got released for drinking. We're, uh, we're not talking about. Uh, we're not talking about guys. Yeah. We're talking about a completely different story now. Oh, we're, we're, what are we talking about now? Look at the comment. Right after it. The kid in Illinois. That comment. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I read that part, but I just re- reading the raping part. I was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, who? Yeah, that's what Matt was talking about. That was the Darius guy said he was talking yeah. about. Yeah. At LSU. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was the LSU. Okay, yeah, I saw the uh, kid in Illinois. Damn. Well, I don't, to this point, man, I I really don't like, we just had our fantasy draft. Like, uh, my cousin, he was a part of the draft as well. We just did it last night. Um, I'm wondering if even an NFL season will happen. You know, that, that's the major question right now. Because I feel like, I, I, I don't know if you heard from Saquon Barkley already, that uh, he plans on talking to the team about possibly not playing one of those games and going out to protest. So, I, I don't know exactly what's going on. That's at least what Barkley said. Oh man, 2020, oh, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020 is all fucked up. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. At this point, uh, you just don't, it's sad to say this, but like, don't be surprised. 
by anything you hear for the rest of this year. Honest. Dead say that, but. Oh, but honestly, it's true. Well, man, it's like you thought, just when you thought that sports would remove kind of like stress from everything, it's creating, it's actually creating even more stress, if you know what I mean. So like, Anthony, you can talk about hockey anytime you want. <laughs> No, but yeah, talk when, whenever yeah. you want to talk about hockey, man. Seriously. Honestly, he wants to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know he wants to talk about his Islanders going up against the Flyers. So we'll, we just talked about it earlier, so we're set. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that he wants. He wants to come on soon. Yeah, go ahead, join. <laughs> we have time. Yes, I don't even think you could do three people on here. Well, can you? Let's... I I never done three people before. Islanders do not suck. <laughs> Wait, but hold on, Sean. Were you always an Islanders fan, though? That's my question. I don't think you were always an Islanders fan. I remember you liking another team. No. You were always an Islanders fan. I was always an Islanders fan. E- even when you originally moved to Maryland, you were always an Islanders fan. Okay. I don't know why, but I thought that at one point you liked the Capitals at one point. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. For some reason, I thought you did. I'm always an Islanders fan. <laughs> oh, did you see my post on uh, Instagram? Anthony's taking major offense to his uh, one loss to the Flyers, I see. Oh, uh-huh. Did you see my post on Instagram? It's saying, like, if the Islanders w- went to the Stanley Cups, I'm going up to Long Island to watch it on the uh, screen from on the Coliseum. Dude, as of right now, you, you on paper, you have the team to do it. But are you going to get there? That's the thing. Uh, with I don't know what's going to happen, with, especially with Volomov. Like, it, it's a major question. The way his performance was last night, whether or not, you know, is he a goaltender you're definitely going to move forward with now. And you have, to be honest with you, he needs to play up to what he was doing in game one and in the series before. Because if he doesn't play up to par, the Islanders are absolutely screwed. Mm-hmm. And, what, and what actually might bail from Romov out is the Islanders' defense. And that's what's been really killing it so far. Barzell to Seattle. Not going to happen. <laughs> Oh, man, that's something we've been hoping for for a while, me and Matt, that you lose Barzell and the expansion draft. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> you sure? Not gonna happen. And if we do, we still have Bouvillier. <laughs> we still have we still have Bouvillier. Hold on, hold on. Still have B. Right away, even if you say for as far as out, you're like, you still have a brilliant. Oh man. 
But do you actually think that you have a legit shot at the cup this year? If we play well, and of course our defense is amazing. Oh, back to the so you were saying about the Islanders winning, winning going to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I. It depends on uh, how we played against the play against the uh, Flyers. Of course, the first game we won, but the second half we didn't do well, and the second, no. the second. No, no, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. In the second game, the first. First half did not do well, but the second half they did. So, I don't know. Yeah, let me ask you another question. Do you, who would you rather face right now? And let's just say you beat the Flyers, right? Yes. Conference finals. Do you want to face Boston with David Parsonock, Brad Marchand? Do you want to face those guys? Or do you want to face Tampa Bay? With, uh, who looks absolutely on fire right now? With Kucherov, Brennan Point, Vasilevsky's playing pretty good. Uh, Victor Hedman, Tampa Bay has really good defense right now. Um, it depends because if we have, if we beat the Caps, which was the number three seed, yeah. if we beat the Flyers, which was the number one seed, other team we play against, it doesn't bother me. But here's, here's the thing, though. Just, it doesn't matter about the seating, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what, if you go up against, because no matter who who you go up against against here, uh, it's going to be a really tough opponent. Because, obviously, Boston looks like they're on the ropes right now because it looks like Tampa Bay is just absolutely dominating them in every single category. Yeah. But I feel like no matter who you end up playing, it's going to be a tough opponent for you. Because I know Boston always has your number. Tampa Bay... It's just a team, we know that they choke in the playoffs previously, mm-hmm. but once again, look at the year. Anything's possible. Tampa Bay looks like a team that might go all the way. Um, but Tampa Bay's a really tough team, and I think you're going to have your hands full for them. Yeah. That's, I, I, as of right now, I wouldn't want to face them in particular. Yeah. I don't know, honestly. I mean, either way... But we sometimes lose in the second round. Yeah. Uh, I I originally had, to be honest with you, it was such a bad prediction, though, because I had the Flyers originally going to the Stanley Cup final because I thought that they were going to have a better route there. You know what I mean? Alright, thanks for watching and listening.